Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing for pop culture and then we talk about it. I'm Sky. I'm Jake. I don't think I said that right. You said words. I they sounded okay to me, but it's been a minute. Um, yeah. So it's been like three or four weeks. Just the idea of Transformers sent us into a spiral, and we had to take an extra minute. <laughs> In the intervening period, I became a juggalo, and I will greet you with uh, their traditional greeting. Uh, whoop whoop to you, Jake. Oh, whoop whoop to you, Sky. Oh, thank you. He is dr- I wondered why you had that big orange Fanta with you. <laughs> it's Fayo, you ass. Oh, Fayo, I'm sorry. How dare you? Isn't it Fago? Fago, yeah. yeah. But I'm I'm in none the of, in crowd, so I know how to pronounce know. it correctly. Oh, is it a silent G? Yeah. Because it's French. That's right. The jugglers are French? Sure. I mean, they're French clowns. We, uh... The F in the Insane Clown Posse, is, or the France in Insane Clown Posse is just silent, so it's like... Ah. The French Insane Clown Posse. I get it now. Wait, no, I don't. <laughs> is that what you were doing on our break was becoming? Yes. I, um... I was waiting for uh, Juggalo for Life. Welcome to the Dark Carnival. Um, you know uh, an awful lot about Juggalos. I, yeah. Maybe you're I not think lying. I, I think I maxed out, though. I think I'm a lot of information I have. Well, we live, I would say, dangerously close to the gathering of ju- the Juggalos. <laughs> no, they called it off because they're respectful to the pandemic. Well, I just mean in general, not oh, like just because of this year. Wise. Yeah, like okay. we, we live in the same state that it happens, <laughs> which is too close for comfort. Well, once you get to know them, they're really just nice, insane clown people. I, actually, I think that might be true. I, probably for like a couple of them. A lot of them are probably also pretty messed up. Well, there are a lot of people everywhere who are pretty messed up. But. Uh, my juggalo name is uh, Stabby Dan. I Again, what? They what, got names. Is this what you've been doing? Is this a bit you've been working on while you were gone? <laughs> it's a bit I've been working on for the last couple of days. You said, what if I was a pretend juggalo <laughs> next time we talked on a podcast? <laughs> More or less. Um, <clears throat> so, we are not starting up the new season yet, though the uh, the results did come in, and we will be doing the Mighty Ducks, the series. Um, How many of those are there? Is there one season? Yeah. Oh, okay. Of course. Well, that, that could be like 70 episodes, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was a Saturday morning, so I would bet it maxes out at 50, but it's probably closer to 20, because I don't remember it doing specifically well. There were toys. Yeah. But there were toys for Tiernan to know also. Right. There are... Oh, there's only 26 of those. Oh, nice. That means in 26 weeks, we're going to have to ask you guys what we do next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, heads up. Half a year instead of a full one. Yeah. Um, so, we're still doing some in-between stuff, and this time... We... Uh, Trucktober is over, and now it... Or no, Trucktember is over, now it's Shiptober. <laughs> because why, Sky? Uh foghorn sounds because <laughs> mostly because transformers broke you real fast <laughs> it didn't like it <laughs> and uh, i remembered that one of our listeners uh, recommended that we watch this movie and it's basically the same as transformers uh, except less interesting somehow yeah and less it's just as confusing because it turns out all battleships look exactly the same well, some oh, of them are destroyers. Also, Jake. it's called Battleship. Yeah, we didn't. I did. We say that. No, we were getting there. Oh, you sorry. Me. Uh, we're watching. <laughs> T- tell them. You, you know the 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 movie they made about a board game? Uh, it's Battleship. You know how that lends super well to to aliens attacking. 
I guess so. No. I, isn't the legend that Independence Day was based on a ray gun coffee table book or something? I've heard that. I don't know if that's true. Or I not. also I don't, don't know, know that much about uh, that movie. But it's Welcome not as Earth. interesting as that. Um, do you remember Wolverine Origins, Sky? I do. Uh, do you remember when Gambit was in it? Yes. Well, this motherfucker in this movie is Gambit. Yeah? Yeah, that's Gambit the whole time. <laughs> I genuinely did not know that. Uh, I was like, who is this guy? And I looked up his name and I was like, I think you're someone. And sure enough, he is Gambit from Wolverine Origins. Everyone's third favorite Wolverine themed movie. <laughs> Out of three. What are the other Wolverine themed ones? Wolverine and Logan? Okay, yeah. I forgot Logan existed. <laughs> One of them's called Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, <laughs> one's Logan, and that's just his not name. Yeah. So I forgot. But thank I you, Hasbro. Seen either of those. I've only <laughs> seen the baddest one. But Logan's fine. It's it's very much a darkest timeline kind of thing. So yeah. Here's the thing about superheroes is we're looking for them to, for escape. We don't need it to be horrible all the time. We got that in real life. Yeah. There's a so it opens with a, some words that tell us about the Beacon aliens. Project. Uh, some some dum dums are talking about a, uh, a a planet that a more is different in, Earth. Yeah, it's in a quote unquote Goldilocks position, uh, where it is far enough from the sun that it has water and ice at the same time, so that life can possibly exist because that's how it works here on this planet. Not far enough from the, the sun it's from their sun not right. our sun it's a more different sun right it's in a different galaxy this is how a much better movie lost in space starts where they're like <laughs> hey there's a more different planet we should go to there um and then that movie's awesome for the rest of the time and this one is not um yeah that's actually a movie we should probably do for this because i don't think it did super well and i know people don't like it but really? i like it yeah i thought it was pretty good yeah well we were also 12 it's got joey in it and now we're, we just have a weird nostalgia for it and, and a I, monkey i had a lot of the toys i still have that one i can see one right now because it's a cool ass <laughs> robot yeah so they name it planet g which even amongst the, the actual titles of planets is pretty dumb because it's not a series of numbers which is what you'd expect um but basically, they're building a satellite network to shoot a very intense radio beam at the planet to say hello, because hypothetically, there could be intelligent life forms there that also use radio frequencies and stuff. Yeah, you want to knock before you show up on a planet and yeah. be like, we're moving here. <laughs> we fucked our last one. Right. And to do this, they illustrate it in a way more aggressive and dynamic way with a huge laser bolt that shoots into the sky from three different satellite dishes, and it coalesces into a, a, a orbiting satellite, which then shoots it further into space, and that's not how radio signals look or act. Well, this fine. is a personification of radio signal sky. I don't think personification's the right one, I don't I understand what you mean. think any words I use are ever right words. <laughs> Got me there. Um, you just record what I say. It doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> yeah, and I hate this guy's face. There's a guy who's got glasses, and he's like opposed to this because he thinks that if aliens are out there, they're going to come here and kill everybody. I assumed that he meant by the comparison of uh, the Indians and the, the Europeans, like they'd be carrying disease that would wipe out the world, which seems like a way more valid concern than them just coming here to blow it up. No, he means they're going <clears> to <throat> move us onto little tracks of our own land, and then they're going to live on the rest of it. Yeah. Ruin it. That is that is more clear. Build build oil uh, oil path lines through our land and yeah. stuff. 
you know, for funsies. For funsies. And then be surprised when that shit turns out bad. So he's the only one apparently on not on board. Everybody else seems perfectly cool. I mean, <clears throat> everybody probably saw this as a publicity stunt, which is valid because, you know, that's how it always worked out so far. But this is a movie. Um, but we cut to a bar. In Hawaii. Yeah, and there's some long-haired bro uh, there's not throwing a non, down shots. There's not a non-white person in this bar. What are you talking about? Brooklyn Deckler is totally Who? white. She's the the lady. On the TV? Not yet. But she'll be there. Are but you yeah. talking about the lady who comes in who's very white? Yes, I was making a joke. Oh, okay. I was, I was really... Con- I also don't know her name. I just know Gambit's that one, and that one's <laughs> Alexander Skarsgård. Her name is Brooklyn Decker, which is a pretty cool name and sounds fake. Well, um, she looks fake. She doesn't look like a person who is interesting <laughs> or good at acting. What, you didn't see Just Go With It? No. <clears throat> I once dated a girl who made me watch it, only she pronounced it, just go with it. I was like, that's not how, you're emphasizing the wrong one. Well, you keep calling this battleship. <laughs> so. <clears throat> but Long Hair is here with his brother. It's his It's His, his birthday. name is Gambit. And Gambit just uh, is looking to get drunk. And uh, his brother is like, you're fucking up your whole life. But here's a cupcake. Happy birthday. And then Brooklyn Decker walks in and she wants a burrito from this bar. In the, which yeah. Is, that- which is gross. Yeah, that's just a microwave burrito because yeah, the man closes the just go to the gas the station microwave. across the street. Why'd you come into a bar expecting burritos? And Alexander Skarsgård is like, hey, Gambit, make a wish. And Gambit's going to wish to bone down with that blonde lady. Yeah. Spoiler, it'll happen. We won't see it, but or maybe we will. It happened in graphic detail in here. <laughs> Note, audience, I'm pointing at my brain. Yes. Um, But he, yeah, uh, Gambit decides to save the day. And get this lady a burrito by walking over and speaking to the bar manager or the tender himself and asking him for a burrito, to which he says, no, still no. Are there bars in Hawaii that look this Midwestern? I doubt it. Like, Or maybe I don't. It's pretty gentrified. I bet some fuckface went over there and bought some land and made a bar that looks like home. Like, this is this is the bar, like, if you're, if you're setting something between, like... Pennsylvania and Colorado. It looks like the bar that Kirk goes to in Star Trek. Yes, except with less aliens and a lot less more a lot less. Oh, the J.J. Abrams Star Trek. Yes, yes, you're right. Sorry, I was thinking of the real Star Trek. (laughs) Which one is that? I don't know all the other ones that I didn't think you had seen, which is why I was confused. Uh, That is indeed true. I've only seen the Chris Pine ones. Yeah, which I mean, they're (laughs) the most handsome ones. That's true. I ha- Zoe Saldana in it. I say that, and I haven't seen any. And Zachary Quinto. He's got goofy eyebrows. He sure does. But uh, I think that's because he's Spock. <laughs> I think he's... In, sh- in general, they're, they're very, very lustrous. That is true. But I, I'm pretty sure he shaved his eyebrows like that for yes. his audition because he really wanted to be Spock. Or threaded them. Or something. He got... Listen, those weren't his, those weren't his natural eyebrows when he, he went Ooh. to audition. This guy, careful. I said whoop. What do you want from me? I I want you to careful. I did. Um, So drunk man runs across the street to the gas station where Brooklyn could have gone in the first place. And the lady who works the the gas station was like, no, I'm closing. Fuck you. Because it was her time to go home. And that's valid. So he breaks in. I don't know what his plan here was. Because everything that's happening is stupid. Yeah, he falls out of the ceiling. He breaks a bunch of ceiling tiles and shit. And I mean, he's... He gets the burrito and he leaves money for it, but he don't think he leaves enough money. I, don't know. I mean, how much is a fucking microwave burrito? It's not I mean, that much. He only left two bucks, and it's got to be at least three bucks. 
guess that's true. And he falls got down. a soda or a monster energy drink. He's yeah. Go with it. So he falls down out of the ceiling because he's instead of just going through the door, uh, he's going to climb back up into the vents. And Brooklyn's just waiting for him. Some weird guy that approached her at a bar. I don't think a woman of of her level of beauty travels by herself into a seedy bar. I don't know why she's there. To get a burrito, Sky. Did you not watch the same movie I did? <laughs> Is this bar known for its microwave burritos? I guess so. Is that what makes burritos delicious? The microwave factor? <laughs> yeah. Definitely not the freshness. Gambit gets across the street and he gets tased by a couple of cops because he broke into a place and shattered a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and then ran away. Yeah. And then he hands the burrito off to the lady. And I was kind of hoping that he would have transferred the shock of the taser into her. <laughs> but that's not what happens. And then they re-taser him after he yeah. hands her the burrito. I mean, does she eat it? I don't know. I wouldn't. Yeah. I Some drunk man stole a burrito. It's evidence now. Yeah. Um, but we cut to the next day where I guess he didn't get arrested. Or he, I mean, his brother probably bailed him out. Like Sure. Or maybe his brother, because he's a big naval guy, he might have thrown his weight around uh, and asked the policeman not to arrest him. This, so I have a big qualm with this argument they get in because alexander skarsgård is he stellan skarsgård i think so i think they're related somehow i'm not sure how i didn't look that up in my head uh he is stellar skateboard no yeah his name is stellan skarsgård is stellar skateboard because of how did this get made so alexander skarsgård is gambit's brother and he's like do you know who that girl was she was the she's the daughter of the big navy guy who is liam neeson and (laughs) And how how could you mess this up for me? This is you're such an asshole. That the fact that he was getting that burrito for her has nothing to do with his arrest. They, yep. The cops did not write down her name. Did not contact her father. Well, they she probably was, asked her a question because he handed her the stolen burrito. Well, I guess that's true. But like, <laughs> she was standing outside, shocked like everyone else, and he handed yeah. her like. It has nothing to do with his brother's naval career. It has nothing to do with that girl. I don't understand this argument. But he uses it to force his brother to join the Navy, which is also, (laughs) it's not a job at a hardware store. I don't think he can just be like, hey, that guy's going to work with us now. Yeah, you got to work your way through the ranks. Because what, the next time we see him in the Navy, he's like... I don't know what his title is, but he's running a boat. Yeah, he's Like, like higher, he's high enough up that... It's been two to four years. I don't think you can climb that high that fast if you're this bad a fuck-up. Yeah, because they spend the entire movie telling us how shitty he is. Yeah. Like, he has no redeeming qualities according to anyone who knows him. <laughs> he's uh, impulsive, dumb, and bad. Yeah. He is, in that he's order. just bad at everything. The product placement in this is much more subtle than Transformers. <laughs> Do you see how kind casually of. he's drinking this Coke Zero? I, yeah, there was uh, there's a subway that comes yeah. up that I noticed. I don't I normally notice plot of placement. Me either, but uh, when you're so bored with the movie, yep. you're like, hey, that's a thing I recognize. Yeah, and also, um, so Gambit's like 26 or something yes. as his brother's yelling at him. I mean, yes, he's sleeping on his brother's couch, but he has no legal authority to force his brother in the military. No, none you whatsoever. Say, nah, I don't think I'm going to do that. But instead he does. And, and he's also, running a boat. I mean, like, seemingly, okay, he doesn't have a place to live at the moment. He seems to be doing okay. It's Bert uh, Yeah, I know. I was like, pause it so we can talk about that after I'm done ranting. But, <laughs> like, he doesn't, it's not like he has children that he's ignoring. Yeah. It's not like he, seeming, he seemingly doesn't have any debts that he owes to people. I mean, he probably does. 
I mean, probably if, a few. If he's but... living on a couch, he probably has a few debts out. I guess that's true. I don't know many people who are couch surfing who aren't in at least some sort of financial strait. <laughs> but yeah, then Perd the Happily shows up. Yeah, so we jump forward in time, and Perd Happily pops up on the screen because apparently he can only play newscasters. I think that is true. I think I've read that <laughs> that he used to be a newscaster. Oh, really? And he plays a newscaster in like everything he's ever been in. That's neat. Um, and we go to the naval base on Hawaii one of the islands there and there's a, a like a uh, a navy military person soccer game which seems like a weird choice and are so is it everyone's navy i don't know i don't understand how this works cuz they're playing against japan right but not to spoil this movie but later that japanese guy seems to be on the same boat as gambit well there was a there okay we'll get there but it is it explained it uh, is? It is. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, Gambit uh, cut his hair, and he's a Navy boy who can do Navy things, and his brother's the goalie who's just tearing up the court, the soccer court. That's not how it is. Um, and Rihanna's on the team, but she's not wearing a jersey, Yeah, I, which is confusing to it's me. It's very confusing. It's like, I thought that she just wandered out there, or maybe was the medic or something, but to care, I guess she's on the team. <clears throat> everyone else, literally everyone else is wearing a jersey. But I guess I wouldn't say no to Rihanna either, so there's you that. You should. Nah. Yeah, you should say no, Rihanna. Don't get on that boat with Gambit. Okay, well, yeah, there's that. Or m- maybe identify yourself as to what team you're on. Your shirt is the say, an appropriate color, but <laughs> is it's, there... it's not a jersey. Put your jersey on. Is there no way to make this go faster? This uh, is there's not. I can jump ahead years. 30 seconds. But the, the soccer game goes awry as a Japanese fellow kicks Gambit in the face. I guess that makes sense. You don't want someone to watch your movie at tw- twice the speed. Yeah. Even though it's a, that's a thing with many other things. Gambit takes the free kick that he's that the team is allowed, and he whiffs it super fucking hard. Like, I could get closer than this kick. <laughs> you would have kept it on the ground at least. He yeah. field goals it. And everybody, like, he got kicked in the face pretty hard. His face is bleeding, and Gambit is dead set on kicking it. It's like, dude, maybe just take a breather. You got, you got, I've been hit in the face pretty hard before and it, it disorients you. I've seen Sky be hit in the face with uh, sports balls a couple different times. Yeah. And once in the face with a Frisbee that was heavy, it hit me straight in the nose <laughs> and shook my brain to the point where I had to sit down very hard. And by had to, I mean, I felt kind of just fell down because I was very disoriented because so- it knocked my glasses off and cut my nose. <laughs> It was a very heavy, very hard hit from a frisbee. Uh, yeah, who threw it? Uh, uh Placky. I was gonna say, and he I side bet armed he, it. So it I bet he weird. whips that frisbee real hard. Yeah, he he did the side throw, which we were still learning how to control at that time. So it curved weird, so it came up behind me and smashed me right in the face. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. So he he loses the soccer game, which I guess is supposed to like add to the fact that he's shitty at stuff. Yeah, but. I in this one instance I have to side with him because it's a fucking soccer game and it's not anything real. Yeah. So all of also they're not even playing in like a stadium. <clears throat> There's announcers in like a telecast, but who gives a shit? Like they don't even have a stadium. Is this what are the stakes here? There's none stakes. Cool. Uh, no, I'll tell you the stakes. They're way too fucking close to the water because all it takes is one miss kick <laughs> and it goes in the goddamn water and someone's got to go get it. It's true. Plus they got like a trained seal that goes and gets it. <laughs> there are two boats docked nearby. Yeah. With 
people screaming and waving flags for their ca- respective teams. In case you're going to forget that they're in the Navy or something. Right. It's a movie called Battleship. I, I think, think there's a gonna... boat in every shot from here on out. Yeah. Except for maybe the except for this one we're looking at right now. No, there, it's this is shot from a boat. Oh, okay, that's different. Yeah. So, um, we cut to I don't know home for Gambit and Brooklyn. They're talking about um, getting married, more or less. This is another movie where you don't really know anyone's name. Yeah, I know his last name is Hopper because <laughs> they scream it a lot. Yeah, and it was on the back of his jersey. Which yeah. Was helpful. But like I don't know what her I, name is. I, I don't know like what his brother's Sam? name is. Uh maybe. I think so. I just know for a movie that it takes place in Hawaii there are so many white people. Yep. So many. <laughs> There's a couple of uh native that are on the the na- on the navy. I'm so good at talking today. They're on the boat with him and yeah. they're in the navy. But there's only two and a bunch more white dudes. And, and like, I don't think there's another woman. No, there's two women. <laughs> Brooklyn Decker and Rihanna. Um, uh, I'm, I was incorrect. They were on the beach making out, not at home. They didn't have a sentient car to make out on top of. That's true. And what's the point even? Sky, let me tell you a story here. Please um, do. So to watch this movie, I had to rent it from Amazon. Yes, as did I. And our Amazon account apparently is is linked to Katie's email. <laughs> So I ordered, uh, I ordered <laughs> Battleship to sit down and watch it yesterday or Friday morning. And Did she called to check you, make sure uh, you're okay. Immediately, I got a uh, text from her, and she goes, "I think someone hacked into my Amazon account <laughs> and ordered, and ordered Battleship." And I was like, "Uh, no, that's me." And she said, "I just Why? thought to myself, well, there's no way Jake's watching Battleship." <laughs> and I was like, "No, not voluntarily. I spent that four dollars so I could watch Battleship." That's delightful. Yeah. So as uh, the two are making out on the beach, we see the the radio beam shoot into space, which doesn't make sense given the time that we learn later that the only time that can happen is 8.45 or 8.43 in the morning. So were they out all night or are they up real early? And why is it so dark at 8 in in Hawaii? But it doesn't matter. I don't know. We cut over to the next day and there's some sort of military address happening. And Liam Neeson is the the lead speaker. Because he's like... He, I think he's Mr. Navy. Yes, I believe that is his last name. Yeah. Um, everybody's is, in their dress whites, which is a sharp-looking uniform. Probably a real bitch to keep clean. Um, yeah, that's but why they don't have hot dogs on those ships. There's a <laughs> even though there's a, an address to the naval branch right now, there's still tours of this ship they're on. Because they're on the, the, the Missouri, which is a very old battleship. Yeah. And um, as... Even though they're super fucking late, uh, Gambit decides to take a minute and instruct this little child on how battleships are are dumb and destroyers are cool. It's like, buddy, you're so late. You're trying to impress uh, Brooklyn's dad, and this isn't the way to do it. He's a he's a proper Navy man. Just how how can you be such a big big piece of shit and just be late for stuff? I don't I don't like always. I don't understand. Yeah, if if Any he was beloved, it'd be one thing to understand. But he's just some fucking guy who, who is on the brink of getting kicked out of the Navy. Why does he decide to cross in front of everybody instead of behind them to get to where he needs to be? Right, because he's terrible. What an asshole. Um, but Liam Neeson points to a bunch of old men who are uh, veterans of the various wars that America has inflicted on other places. 
um, which is, you know, respectful. And uh, at, that's the exact point when uh, Gambit decides to cross in front of everyone like an asshole. He really doesn't look like a Gambit to me. Well, he's not holding the staff or twirling it or throwing cards. He doesn't have that sock around his head. <laughs> that's right. Gambit does love a, a head sock. His yeah. ears get cold. That's why he keeps his hair so long. Um, So I, I don't know what's happening. I don't know if these guys are getting promotions or whatever. It, it happens for a very long time. Oh, where he like introduces each I, well, person. They are beginning to do war games, which I don't know what that means, but I assume it's when you track down other ships and pretend to kill them. I, I think that's how that works. I, I only have so. this movie and the Simpsons episode to go on. And only one of those is good. <laughs> and and one of them they do shoot a crew member at a at a at a machine. And that's this one surprisingly. <laughs> But I don't know, like, it seems to be an agreed-upon thing that different navies are involved in. You think so. So it's just war games, not actual war, I guess. For now. Well, yeah. So Brooklyn Decker goes up and hangs out with her dad. And Gambit decides that today, right now, is probably the best time to ask him uh, if it's cool to marry his daughter. He's busy now. Just do it tomorrow. He does, I mean, Gambit makes a... A good point when he says it's a stupid, obsolete tradition. Like, yeah, Liam Neeson doesn't own his daughter. True, but he is going. Like, if he marries his daughter, he's going to have to deal with that for the rest of his naval career and his regular life. So, being like respectful to how this very old man sees <laughs> the world is gonna work out in his favor at least a little bit. Right, and I imagine that's why he's doing it. Probably, and also probably Brooklyn Decker asked him to, given the situation that they're in. Because she set up this whole thing. She's like, he wants to talk to you. You should talk to him. Talk to him about this. But Liam Neeson loves his daughter. And if we know anything about Liam Neeson, it's you don't fuck with his daughters. That is true. He will transverse the globe to kick the shit out of you. I've seen it. What a weird year 2012 was. (laughs) I also am incredibly surprised that he doesn't still have long hair when he was in the Navy. I really thought they were going to do that. Yeah. Have him all kinds of gross. But uh, Gambit decides to go, like, wash his face off and get ready to uh, to talk to uh, Liam Neeson. I-, I don't know anyone's name. It's because <laughs> it's the same kind of movie as Transformers <coughs> where the character development and the plot. It's unnecessary. Is, yeah, it's just so things can blow up later. Yep. But boy, howdy, do we take a long time to get to things blowing up. Sure do. And then once things start blowing up, it doesn't stop for such a long time <laughs> yep. that it yeah so um the japanese fella who made fun of uh gambit comes into the bathroom and then i guess they have a fist fight for no reason well the one did kick the other in the face well i don't think he was the one that kicked him or maybe he was it doesn't matter but we got fat damon coming in um jesse plemons he really looks like the great value brand matt damon Yeah, he looks like matt damon got stung by a bee (laughs) And he hears the scuffle inside and decides to not do anything about it. And then we cut to a different boardroom and both the uh, Nagata, I think his name is. That might be how it's pronounced. But the Japanese fella and uh, Gambit. He's wearing the same uniform as as Gambit and everyone else. That's why I'm confused. I don't know. Why would he... Why would the navies have the same uniform if they're different navies? I don't know. And the shit on his his little... uh, Lapels? You know, pauldrons? He, yeah, no, not as pauldrons. Epaulets. The, like, 
Yeah, the things where the little chiclets are. <laughs> the different colored gum. <laughs> Those are similar. Yep, they are. Well, they, I think they're the same rank. Their their name tags are the only difference. They got a different color circle on them. Yeah, I'm not sure which navy the Japanese fellow is a part of, if it's this one or the, the other one. So Liam Neeson dismisses everybody, but then yells at Gambit because you, you are fucking up like every which way. And I don't like it. I don't like you. Should have drawn and quartered him a long time ago. I'm going to punch your face until I like it more. Uh, he he doesn't. Yeah, Liam Neeson needed to be in this more. And I'm infuriated he doesn't say, you sunk my battleship. No one does, right? There's someone who says they'll never sink this battleship. Ah. But that's the only reference to the incredibly popular catchphrase for the very game that this was based on. The similarities to the game in this are so ridiculous. <laughs> And contrived that it's almost charming, but not enough. Yeah, when they start yelling out letters and numbers. Uh, that and uh, the alien explosives look like the little pegs. You know what? I didn't notice that, but you are completely correct. Yep. They stick into the battleship. Yep, and then sink in further. Gambit's given his, his orders and he's dismissed and whatever, so he goes to his boat to, I don't know, tell Make people to... Cheese? Uh... I don't know. So the Navy heads out. Uh, war games begin. It's day one. There's so many boats. And I genuinely don't know what's happening or what's supposed to happen in these war games. No, and we're at that point where all the boats just look the same. And I never know what boat we're on if we're always in the same <laughs> boat. Like, I didn't know who was on boats together until I just it doesn't. It's yeah. confusing to me. I think. The boat that Gambit on is the USS John Paul Jones. That sounds right. Which is a, a weird name. Who's John Paul Jones? Isn't he a singer? Uh, I can't confirm or deny. We don't have enough information. Um, mostly because it's I just don't just don't I, I don't have the interest. Oh, he was no a naval to anybody. He was a naval Navy. commander in the American Revolutionary War. He, he sounds like a singer songwriter, doesn't he? Um, but Gambit is walking around his boat giving a shitty speech about how everyone needs to be good or we're, I'm going to kill you all or whatever. Great news. We weren't wrong. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, he was the bassist and keyboardist for Led Zeppelin. Good. So there is a John Paul Jones, the musician. <laughs> Glad we didn't make that up collectively. Me too. But why would we know that? I don't know. But we were right, and I'm not going to question it. Yeah, get it, girl. <clears throat> so... Uh, Gambit's brother is giving a good speech, like, everybody just do your best and everything will be fine. Whereas Gambit says, uh, if everyone doesn't perform to their very best, I'm going to kick you out of the Navy or some bullshit. And then Rihanna compares him to Mike Tyson and Donald Trump. And I was like, uh, what a bummer. I was trying to escape from real life. (laughs) Right. This was, uh... This was at the point in our timeline when Donald Trump was just a punchline, not a world threat. <laughs> yeah. Not a terrorist gallivanting as a politician. Yeah. Uh, just a dumb dumb. So big fat. He was still a big fat dumb dumb. He just wasn't in a position to be as dangerous. That is that is correct. Fuck it. What an asshole. I fucking hate him. I hope I hope he survives, but with permanent damage to his lungs and stuff. So he's always gasping. He was basically always gasping before. Yeah, and I want that to be now, forever. Uh, He's probably going through cocaine withdrawal in addition (laughs) to everything else, so... Well, yeah. 
There's that. Or it's completely fabricated, which is what I think it is. Now, too many other people are sick, too, I think. I just refuse to believe that a man who needs to be seen as a big, strong boy uh, would admit that he's weakened by something. Well, that's why I think it's real. Because otherwise he... he... Hey, guys. So we had some super fun technical difficulties that I apparently didn't address right here. So there's some stuff cut out. It wasn't important. We just kind of jumped back in. But I don't know why I didn't say it then, so I'm saying it now. All right. Thanks. Bye. Check, check, check. Okay. Right, right, right. Where are they talking about now? This movie uh, is too long. Yep. Uh, Gamut's brother calls him to his ship, the something Simpson? Samson? And uh, he's telling Gambit that he's going to get kicked out of the army once they come back. And Gambit demands that his brother make some telephone calls to get him out of it. It's like, he's not your dad. He doesn't have to do that. And he's probably pulled a whole bunch of strings just to get you in the army. Also, like, fuck his brother. Like, you knew he was a piece of shit. (laughs) This is on you, dude. I guess that's true. Like, you knew he was going to fuck this. I don't know why you thought this would help. Well, I mean, he did okay, I guess, up till now. He seems to be in charge of Rihanna, so... I mean... Neither of us is in I don't know if getting into a fist fight with another officer is immediate grounds for dismissal, but... I mean, we haven't seen all the other shit stuff he did. Maybe he took a, a poo in Liam Neeson's bathroom. <laughs> clogged the toilet. His personal head. So we jump to the mainland where Brooklyn Decker has wandered into where she works, I guess. she I don't know if she's a doctor or, or what. I think she's... she's I think they call her a, a physical therapist. Yeah, I was going to say, she comes off as a therapist to me. Like... Physical therapist is somebody who encourages somebody to move and stuff, but she acts more like a, a brain therapist, I think. But we see a bunch of men um, who have lost limbs and are learning how to walk, and we meet the guy that Brooklyn's going to be paired up with for the rest of the day. He's lost both his legs in some sort of attack in Afghanistan, and he's learning how to walk again uh, with uh, the use of a cane and two prosthetics. And based on how bad he is at acting... I'm fairly certain he probably lost those actually doing something important. Yep. He seems like an actual veteran. Yes. He carries himself in that way. And he certainly does not know how to act. Yes. He has one emotion, and it's vaguely annoyed. Yes. And that, you know, that's fine. I mean, that's kind of your emotion. Right. (laughs) That's that's the sweet spot. Um, And Brooklyn Decker is trying to get him to uh, get his fight back. And he's just kind of annoyed and done with this whole thing. So she decides, we're going for a walk. And he says no. And even though he's a grown man, uh, he follows her anyway. Her name is Sam. So saith the the closed captions. So they go for a walk on the terrain of Hawaii, which is very hilly and steep, as I've come to notice in movies. I ain't ever been there, but it seems nice. But also really challenging. I think she's trying to challenge him. Well, yeah. That's how you get over not having your bottom halves of your legs. I don't know how long he's been on these prosthetics, though. Because, like, he was plugged into a, a, a dot matrix suit so that they could see his wireframe moving so he could learn how to walk better. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I thought he was doing stop motion for the it. next Shrek. <laughs> maybe. Which, what, it was 2012, so that was the fourth Shrek? Could be. Or maybe it was the Gollum and one of the Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. He was the original actor. Andy Serkis uh, couldn't wasn't available that right. day, <laughs> so they got so they got this guy whose name I straight up don't know. Also, the um, Lord of the Rings had been out for like 
10 years at this point when this yeah. movie was made. Was it? Yeah, it came the first one came out in 2001. Okay, whatever. Uh so Gambit is still within cell range so he calls Brooklyn to say nothing important other than I haven't asked your dad yet. Did you have you asked her yet? Do you think I, do you think those two have ever had an interesting conversation with each other? They just no. Both seem terrible. Neither of them seems uh, like a great communicator. Neither of them has said interest, anything interesting this entire movie. Yeah. And then here come the Transformers. Right. So there's a a space Guga that's flying through the Atmo, and it hits a satellite. Um, it, it started out as one piece, and then it splits off into five pieces. And wouldn't you know it, the most important piece is the one that hits a satellite, which seems like hell. You flew across... The fastness of space, avoiding all of the asteroids and shit out there. You didn't see a satellite? What are you fucking doing, idiots? They got too comfortable. And the uh, the guy that we saw earlier who didn't want to talk to space, we, we cut to him. He's grown a beard. That's how you know character development and time. Well, yeah, at least time has moved forward. And he's futzing with some wires and stuff out at the satellite array. And there's a, you've got to come see this cliche. Uh, and also you have a phone call. And then there's uh, uh, like a an annoying like rep back and forth between him and his grad student uh, about uh, coordinating importance of te- information. I think it was supposed to be funny, but it just fell f- real flat. None of this is funny. I mean, they try pretty hard. Yeah, but none of it's funny. I didn't say it was. I just said they tried. I know, but I had to say something because we have to talk through this whole two-hour movie. <laughs> I had to say something. Eh. Every 15 minutes, I'm just going to remind everyone that this isn't funny. Yeah. So I think this guy, not this guy, the the guy with the British accent, this guy, I think he's in uh, Pacific Rim. He's someone. So the all of the agencies that need to know about this stuff uh, are finally together. NASA's talking to the Air Force, and the Air Force is like, oh, butts, we got some shit happening. And they're all talking to this guy with glasses. As uh, the spaceships smash into each other, and then one of them flies into China. Um, And none of the other ships react in any way, even though we see that they are very versatile in movement later. I'm not (laughs) sure why they just let that happen. That man is not in Pacific Rim. Bummer. I thought he was the guy who uh, was with Charlie Day as the scientists. I don't know who his name is. Um, That guy's in Umbrella Academy, though. Okay. He, oh, he's, well, he's the monkey. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, Sam and the uh, the wounded veteran fellow, they see the spaceships fall into the sea. Uh, and then we cut over to China where a bunch of havoc happens. I really thought there's a, a Buddha statue up on a hill, but it doesn't get hit, which I was surprised by. But then a whole bunch of casualties happen as it slams into a building. I was like, oh, there's, there's the collateral damage I was expecting. <laughs> um... It's just a lot of city being destroyed stuff that you'd come to expect in a movie like this. That's not even kind of the same guy, Sky. The other guy's name is Burn Gorman. <laughs> Neat. In these direct 9-11 corollary shots, uh, there's just the subtitle of people clamoring. Um, <laughs> so we jump back to the Pentagon, and we've got this uh, guy who is, I don't know, the defense secretary. I'm pretty sure he was an Ally McBeal. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Um, everybody is coordinating and 
one of the guys from NASA uh, starts explaining what had happened, and he is upset that NASA's in the room, and apparently no, nobody up to this point said, oh, this thing fucking came from space. <laughs> uh, which seems like a, a gruesome oversight on everyone's part. Whatever. Um, but they they learn that it's, that it's aliens. So the parts that hit other places, are those ships too? It was one ship. That broke apart. That is correct. Okay. It was... So all the full ships are in Hawaii. Yes. Okay. I, I just wondered why those other ships didn't do anything. I was yeah, just so used to make trans- sense. I was just so used to Transformers that just land like that. <laughs> so I thought that maybe that's how these guys landed. I mean, that is basically what happened. Um, so naturally, since the Navy is already out on the water, uh, the Pentagon calls them and says, can you go look at this stuff? Oh yeah. And then Rami Malek is in this. I don't know who that is. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's that guy. He's Mr. Robot. That's Liam Neeson. No, the other guy that Liam Neeson's talking to. <laughs> he's Mr. Robot. He's, uh, he's, um, in that Queen movie. Sure. You know the man that's Queen? Nope. The man that's Queen. What's his oh. name? Freddie Mercury. Yeah, that's the one. He's Freddie Mercury. <laughs> it's like Queen Elizabeth. Which queen? No. You got there. <laughs> He's a Bond villain. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> I'll point at him next time we get Your descriptors on. weren't great. You? What are you talking about? You figured it out. So we get more uh, newscasts from the various languages and different networks as China's being exploded. Is all of and this stuff happening in a Hong Kong just so this can be sold to China? Yes. Okay. That's kind of what I thought. Yeah. I mean, yeah, of course it is. So the the Chinese have picked up the uh, the ship and it's covered in weird plates. And like, this isn't made from anything on Earth. And nobody's concerned with the biohazard terror or the uh, biohazard risk. What's it? What's the, it's made from the thing from Avatar, not from around Herium. <laughs> what is that Unobtainium? called? Unobtainium. Oh, yeah, that's it. Could be. Unobtainium. It's t- stupid. Ugh, that movie made so much money, and they're gonna make nine more of them. Maybe it's based around a thing called unobtainium. Yep, I think you mean to say based around God, either I... Dances with Wolves or Pocahontas. God, I hate it. People Nobody gonna... remembers it. I don't remember. I have never seen the movie all the way through, but I don't remember much from what I did. I see. saw it when it was in the theater, like right at the tail end, because I thought, well. If I am going to see this, I should see it big because it's supposed to be a big spectacle and whatever. And it's dumb. Uh, and it's not good. Yeah, it's dumb. And it's like the whatever. I'm going to plug blue. my head hair into this dragon. Is that cool? Yeah. I don't, no, that's really fucked up and weird to me. I don't get it at all. Um. So the Navy makes <laughs> its way out. to. Well, let's talk about Avatar more. <laughs> How mad <laughs> we are. A different space movie or a different space military movie. Um. So everybody goes out to where the things fell. And it's not being picked up on radar or any of the other standards things. See, it's so hard to tell in this scene who's on what ship. It's irrelevant because everybody dies. It's fine. Not everybody. Most people. Oh, die. I guess their hats. I guess say the name of the ship they're on. Yeah. Oh, uh, except Gambit's not wearing a hat. <laughs> Rihanna is, and Rihanna's on his ship. Oh, okay. And he p- except- he fucking sets his coffee cup on top of this billion-dollar computer that she's looking at. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's not great. That's why he's getting kicked out of the fucking military. I guess that's true. I wouldn't even know why he's trying now if he knows he's done. Yeah, it's weird. I'd be cranking it in the bathroom eating a big sandwich. Maybe it's, that's not really an option here. 
There's very little privacy, and I don't think that you can just eat randomly. You don't think they have a big cooler full of sandwiches here? I don't know. Probably not. It's war games. It's not like real war. You bring up a cooler sandwiches. You play sand volleyball. I guess. I've seen uh, that movie <laughs> with sand volleyball. Uh, Top Gun. That's it. So they they see like a, a building sticking out of the ocean, weirdly, and nobody's like, hey, that's fucked up. Everybody's just like, we need to go look at that. Let's get the tiniest little boat we can and send Rihanna and uh, Gambit and other Yeah, I don't know there. why this, like, the, the captain of the ship leaves. I don't think that's allowed. It, this isn't fucking Star Trek. You have to stay on the ship and Is give th- orders. I don't think he's... Oh, no, he's not, because everybody dies and he becomes Yeah, he becomes in charge when everyone dies. But, like, he's high enough that it, not that many people have to die before he's in charge. Right. It's but like yeah, two he's not people. in charge yet. But, yeah, Rihanna's up at the head of the boat with uh, the rail gun. Not rail gun, the repeating Gatling gun. Yeah. And they just drive at this fucking skyscraper sticking out of the ocean, and nobody's weirded out by it. And it's got platforms that are facing up, and it's got little bits every which way. It's like... Why aren't you more inquisitive as to how it got there and what it is? And they're in that tiny boat that you use to find a toddler after they fall in the river and get washed away. Like, <laughs> it doesn't look stable. Yeah, it's just faster than moving. A, yeah, the... that's true, I suppose. I just, I, you'd think you'd want something more like armored or. Don't they have a little armor boat? I don't know. I believe that's the destroyer, and that's what he was on. I don't know. No, I mean, even littler. Like a little motorboat, but with a little armor on it. That is a little motorboat. It's just inflatable. Yeah, but it doesn't have cool armor on the front. It's got a cool gun. I want that boat, but, like, dressed like a knight. (laughs) Fair enough. It does have a cool gun. Yeah. It'll cut you right in half. So, Gambit's just walking around on this thing. His socks are so wet. Yeah, it must be awful. Of everything that happens here, him having wet socks is the worst part of it. Yeah, because sure. don't, I don't think he has time to change any time here. So. I don't think so. His, His feet... socks are wet the rest of the movie. <laughs> Probably. Ugh, terrible. In those military boots. Yeah. Unless the boots go up high enough, but I don't think they do. They'd the have to go up to, to his, his penis, knees. yeah. I got uh, boots up to my penis. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to get a rash on your penis indeed so gambit decides to reach out and touch the wall which is should have been fine because he's been standing on it the whole time and it looks exactly like the rest of it but instead he gets shocked and blown back i mean i uh, guess that's their outlet he didn't i, I guess that's what outlets those look little like. nubbins were everywhere though yeah but not that particular one is an outlet it's disguised <laughs> you know so it's like real fancy <laughs> sort of looks like a door jam yeah um so I think it was just coincidental because the the alien ship shoots a, a sky beam up, you know, like in every movie that has aliens and yeah. But this one makes a dome instead of a signal, right? It makes a dome like Stephen King's Under the Dome, where Simpsons the movie, right? Or other dome things. Yeah, but Rami Malek points just a at dumb it, thing. and Liam Neeson's zing. Like, Liam Neeson's like, "What are you pointing <laughs> at, Rami Malek?" And Rami Malek's like, "The dome." Yeah. So it it's a dome that covers all of Hawaii, uh, but not the rest of the Navy. There's only three boats inside, which seems really specific and weird. But a, uh, a, a sh- plane. plane. I was going to say ship. But well, you're a, confused. A sky it, ship flies into it and explodes. You're confused because it's Shiptober and we saw a plane. That's right. Plane Vember is next w- month. <laughs> 
Are we going to watch Planes, the movie? No, we're going to play watch Planes 2 Fire and Rescue. <laughs> oh, good. Um, so uh, all of the, the systems and whatnots that read stuff far away get all fucked by this dome. Could you imagine watching this in the fucking theater and this is like your whole life for two hours? <laughs> Not because you can just leave. You have nothing else going on but looking at this movie for two hours. I already did it once. Yeah, but you were in your home, so yeah, like... My TV's pretty big. Right, but like, you're sitting on your couch, you're touching your things, you're breathing your air. <laughs> it's true. If you want Nobody's to go to the coughing. bathroom, you go to your bathroom. Nobody's talking. You can go get a snack from your refrigerator. You, at the theater, you're just like, this is it. This is your whole life. You probably looked at your phone a bunch. That is why, true. Why the fuck wouldn't you? I think I was also drawing for Inktober. Yeah, exactly. But uh, it also put out an EMP. <laughs> Which fucked all the electronics. So the ship, the teeny boat that they drove over there isn't working. Um, not Rihanna and not Gambit. I, there's a third person on the boat who has a name probably, but I didn't learn it. I, it's probably Dale. He's he's struggling to get the thing working. And then uh, five ships shoot out of the water and they've got different colors to help you differentiate them, which will become a non-factor very quickly. Because it doesn't fucking matter. But then you, they do that above shot so you can see, like, like it's the game Battleship, you know, yeah. like from above, you know, Battleship. I do know Battleship. Um, do you, you want to just quit watching this and play a game of Battleship <laughs> on the microphones? <laughs> a little. I want Do we have... Ba- I think... We, hmm. I don't know if we have them. I know I do not have any with me. You well, might. You want me to go find out and we can just quit watching this? Nah. We might ah, as well son keep of a going. Bitch. I mean, we've made it this far, and we're only a quarter in. Uh, probably less than that. Oh, we're like a third. There's an hour and a half left of this movie. This movie's very long. I know. Make it go so faster, the, Sky. So the spaceships that came out from the water are looking at the regular ships in the in the water, and everybody's like, "Well, this is probably bad." They put up a dome that fucked their whole stuff, and now there's a bunch of spaceships. Seems bad. Definitely. And the ships take a whole metric shit ton of time to set up like a, a different EMP explodey thing for a purpose, I bet. But we don't know why they're so aggressive. Because we were sending sw- swears out via our satellites or something. Maybe. We were like, fuck your alien mamas. <laughs> yeah. They didn't care for that. So the, the concussive blast explodes all the windows on all of the ships, but not the lenses on uh, the binoculars or the screens. Yeah, or the, the screens are just not working great. Um, and also, it's weird to me that all these Navy gentlemen are wearing those huge-ass gloves. Yeah. <laughs> just seems like that'd be cumbersome in piloting a ship. Do you think the coolers full of sandwiches are okay? God, I hope not. You hope not? Yeah. You want it gives sandwich- them a reason to fight. <laughs> they blew our sandwiches apart. There's lettuce and tomato everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get revenge for some reason. What are these scarves these guys are wearing? I don't know. I don't I mean, know why they, they would need it. They look cool, but... They look like stormtroopers. Yeah, they definitely like have the, a Star Wars vibe. So they shoot a warning shot over the bow of one of the space boats, and they don't appreciate that a lot. So the, the boat just kind of grasshopper jumps free willy style over the, the tiny boat, and there's like... A, a lingering shot of water dripping on everybody in the tiny boat. And there's a lot of weird umbilicals on the... Yeah, this is one of those movies where, like... Design you, doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Cool. You don't get, like, a sense of the world. Like, why is anything anything in this? Oh, it's just 
to look cool. Also, you got to learn real fast that red means that they're going to shoot it. Yeah. The bad guys don't like red things. Right. So they do throw up a bunch of rockets, but they do it in a weird way where it seems to just be lobbing them and not firing yeah, them at they something. Yeah, because they cartwheel and stuff. Yeah. They're, but they're shaped like the little pegs on uh, they are. Battleship. I had not put that together, but you are correct. And then this guy, it lands on the bow of a ship and it lands next to a guy who says, what in the chuck wagon? Which is a weird expletive. Well, you have never been in the Navy. That's true. So you don't know. I'm not hip to the lingo. You're not hip to the Navy lingo. You don't know anything about a chuck wagon. I mean, isn't that where food comes from? Yeah, but in the Navy, because their sandwiches got blown up. Oh, you're right. You know. So Tiny Boat, with the three, decide to start shooting their tiny gun at this giant-ass spaceship, which isn't a great decision for any reason, really. Mostly because it looks armored, and it can definitely kill them very easily. Yeah. And the moment where it had the the opening, like, in Independence Day has long since passed. I think, was this movie in 3D? Because there's a lot of shots that make me think that it was originally shot in 3D. It was 2012, so probably. 3D's the worst. Sure is. I'm glad that <laughs> sort of has died down. Yeah. So well, the boat... Only six more years till it comes roaring back. Ugh. Or till Avatar 2. <laughs> <laughs> can fuck all the way off. So... Uh, whichever boat Gambit's brother's on um, gets exploded a little. And the the bombs seem to be an explosion, then implosion, then explosion again. <laughs> Which is a lot to pack into a single bomb. But it fucks up his boat, and then it starts going down as, as you know, as my deep-seated fear of open water will have me believe will happen to any boat at any time. Um, this movie opened the weekend after uh, the first <laughs> Avengers movie. Oh, that is a poor it's choice. Poor movie. That is a bad choice. <laughs> I will say the alien ships do look cool, and like the the way they fire off their little lobbing bombs are is cool because it glows a bright orange and spins up and throws it. I mean, it it, it doesn't make sense, but it's cool looking. Yeah, which is pretty that's, much. I mean, the tagline that's the for the whole show thing, or for yeah. this movie. Do Do you think they filmed this with any actual battleships, or are these all CG? Did they borrow any battleships for filming? Maybe. I mean, they probably definitely went to the ship museum. <laughs> so took some pictures of ships? Yeah. I mean, like the one where, where the naval address was happening, like that was a museum. Oh. But, uh, but Gambit sees his brother's ship explode all the way, and he wants to go back to the John Paul Jones, which is the ship he came from? Uh, yeah, because that's what Rihanna's hat said. Right. He screams, get me to the John Paul Jones, which is uh, just a funny thing to scream, I think. Yeah. Remaining inside the dome, there is the John Paul Jones, which is a destroyer-class vessel, and the Japanese ship with uh, Officer Nagata, who's of uh, a rank I can't remember. It's hard to... You don't know what anyone is on anything in this. Yeah, but now... Uh, everyone above him is dead, and Gambit is now in charge of the boat. And then not Matt Damon asks him for an order because he doesn't know what to do. Meanwhile, the alien ships are trying, just hanging out. No one's no one's real worried. And ironically, at this point, everyone but Gambit is wearing a weird sock thing on their head. <laughs> I mean, it would be one thing if like it was a steam engine and that was part of a, a of a gear to protect them from heat, but that's not how this ship works. I don't think. I don't think so. So Gambit is dumb, and he decides we're going to fucking fight this these vessels that clearly out- outgun us. 
and there's three of them, and it can just hop over the ship if it wants to and land on it. Is this, like it's goddamn Mario. Is his plan just to ram it? Yes. He has the guns hot, and he's going to slam into it and blow it up and shoot it, which is the worst of plans. Yeah, but imagine how great our life would be if he had just done that and, and it, it was it over. just ended? Yeah. Pretty good. So, uh... Officer, I'm gonna shut this window. It's cold in it here. It is chilly in here. Officer Nagata um, understands what he's doing immediately because he knows that he's dealing with a just a, a primo dum dum, and he uh, tries to run distraction, but it goes sideways on him when the ship recognizes that it's also an attack, like or a, a threat rather, <clears throat> and it gets blown up a little bit, but not all the way like uh, Gambit's brother ship. So the instead of exploding and murdering everyone, um, Jake brought the game battleship to over I here. I found it. Uh, it starts to sink so that there are men still alive but drowning. Meanwhile, Gambit still wants to just slam his boat into these other boats and I guess hope for the best. At most, if it works, you'll get one ship down. There's still two more, you idiot. You fucking supreme idiot. He's very bad at this. Uh, but then a different guy grabs him by the neck and swings him around a little bit. He's like, there are sailors in the water. We need to do something about that, you asshole. Which, as I understand it, is in fact like subordination. But luckily, uh, Gambit decides, you know what? Yeah, this is a bad plan. Suicide? That's a bad plan. Never works out quite like you want it to. Yeah. So he swings the boat to the side, and they go to save all of the Japanese soldiers who are drowning. And that's how the Japanese get on his ship. That makes sense. And the alien ships decide to not kill him? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't understand. There is no reason. The movie just has to continue. (laughs) They're like, we got another hour and 15 minutes of this. Yeah. We got to slow down a little. So not Matt Damon's job seems to be to look... He's a looking man. Yeah, he's always looking through stuff. I don't know what that title is. But oh, then... The looker. The aliens bring out the most dangerous of all weapons. That's right, the Beyblades. Is that what that is? It seems like it. It's like two tires that are chainsaw wheels that they just spin up and huck at the mainland. Meanwhile, one of the other looking men asks who's in charge now, and not Matt Damon says it's Hopper or Hooper or whatever his name is. And uh, Gambit. Gambit. Sorry, and uh, not the other guy is like, oh, fuck me, we're all going to die. And he's right. He's making a lot of bad calls. Okay, now that we have Battleship out, we know how many hits it takes to sink um, a destroyer, and it's two hits to sink a destroyer. Right, it's the tiny one. Yeah. Uh, so it takes five hits to sink a carrier. The, uh, the Beyblade balls go f- flying at the mainland to attack the naval base. Or Air Force Base? I don't know. There's a lot of helicopters and planes here. I don't know, but there's just only one guy notices what's going on. Yeah. And it's weird and dumb. They're just like chainsaw wrecking balls. And the guy who notices looks too much like a regular guy for me. He just looks like (laughs) a guy you might know from a gas station you go to sometimes. Don't care for it. It's It's peculiar. This particular uh, game of Battleship is from 1981. That's older than both of us. That's true. It's old. Let's look at all its pieces somehow. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Did you ever cheat and make them go diagonal? Uh, no, I would just cheat. Like and if you, them? if you said, uh, you know, a five, and I had a ship there, I would just tell you no, and then move your ship. Yeah, I'm not an idiot. That's fair. Um, I don't think they go diagonally. There's one that'll fit. 
okay. Or at least there was with the game that I had. I don't recall. I had Star Wars Battleship, <laughs> but I don't anymore. <laughs> so the the chainsaw balls go flying every which way, and they fuck up the naval base. And then we cut over to like a highway where a kid who I thought was Dewey from Malcolm in the Middle, but it's not. Um, Wouldn't that have been something? <laughs> this is 2012. That kid's probably older than this little guy at that point, right? Hard to say. Um, but it fucks up like the highway and kills a bunch of folk. By taking out the supports of uh, of the, the the highway, the lifted highway. Yeah, because it it like if it like looks at a person, it's like, oh, I don't need to kill you. Yeah, you're just a, a regular person. But it has no problem like taking out things that will kill people. Right, like the the supports of a. It highway. only kills indirectly. Yeah, and I don't know if this is if somebody's running this thing or if it's an AI, but it 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 pauses at this kid for a very long time. Yeah. Like measures this heartbeat and like, and then, like, and then it leaves him to literally just be like, I'm going to destroy that support structure. Yeah. Now whizzes past a, a subway uh, sign to, and a little girl having a soda pop. Yeah. Well, or maybe water. It's hard to say. It just says, but she had subway a cup. She had cup, yeah. subway cup. What's driving these angry balls? The need to destroy highways. That kid is the one I thought was Dewey. Yeah, that was the kid from a second ago. Okay. Not the baseball playing one, but the one in the car. Right. Do you think Malcolm in the Middle holds up? No. Yeah, there's no way I could rewatch that and be like, <laughs> this is great. I feel like there's a lot of actual child abuse in that that yep. we forget about. I know in the later seasons, there's an episode where Malcolm and Dewey find a mattress, and then Malcolm becomes obsessed with sleeping, and that's his arc for the, for that episode. Meanwhile, Reese teaches Lois how to ride a bike. Well, it was on for a long time. Yep, got real bad. But those people made so much money, we don't have to look at any of them ever again. Lois pops up in some stuff. She's usually a judge. Oh, no, I'm thinking of her appearances on The Simpsons. I was just going to say, she's a judge on The Simpsons. Uh, and also, I think Brian Cranston's doing okay for himself since then. Yeah, he but, also had Breaking Bad, so he could just stop acting. But the guy who played Reese, I don't know what he's up to. I don't know. Giving high fives, probably. So we jump back to the John Paul Jones, where... Uh, they're making a rescue effort, and the officer Nagata yells at uh, Gambit in Japanese. I don't know what he said, and the subtitles just says yelling in Japanese. I don't know, but you think everyone would be wetter than they look, you yeah. know, because they pulled them out of the water? Potentially. Maybe it's real hot. They're drying real fast. <laughs> they're in Hawaii. It's pronounced Hawaii Sky. That's what I said. Mm, also, I'm not entirely sure it's pronounced like I that. I don't think it is. Um, Pardon me, you sunk my battleship. That's what he said when his battleship got sunk. Who who said that? Uh, the the guy Nagasaki. I don't think that's his name. I can't remember his name, and that's not racist because I don't I know think, anyone's name. I think it's this. Nagata. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, so we cut back to the mainland. Sam and uh, Radarin, whose name is still yet to be determined. He they, they see a spaceship fly by. And they're like, that was weird. And then they don't really think about it because there's a military base nearby. So, you know, whatever. But then we see Glasses, you know, dumb Glasses guy. Uh, his whole station starts a shake in. He knew this whole thing was going to happen. He said at the beginning, we heard it. Yep, he's the Randy Quaid of this movie. It was Randy, right? Uh, Yes. Okay. I don't remember which is which sometimes. Randy's the one that went insane. Dennis is the handsome one. Right. I mean, I, I know that they're very different looking dudes, but I don't remember their names. 
So well, it's Dennis <clears throat> and Randy. Thank you. So the Quaid. they're on they're on a mountain of some sort, and some police roll up and they're like, "You guys got to get the fuck out of here!" But we're not going to take you, so you got to walk still. Yeah, that's weird. You got to get out of here right now, but walk. Sky, do you ever stop and think about how just a few short years from when they filmed this movie, they would film the Inhumans here? <laughs> I had until just now, oh. mostly because I've blocked out the Inhumans for the most part. What are you doing? I, I keep my brain sane. <laughs> Think about it Trying every day. <laughs> I know three things about Hawaii, and that's the movie Battleship, the movie Lilo and Stitch, and the <laughs> television show Inhumans. And once the Brady Bunch went there. Oh, yeah, that's true. So um, the veteran decides that he's going to go see an alien because he ain't never seen no alien before. I mean, he ain't wrong. It's true. And also the police just leave a car there to block the road. Uh, yeah, see, I don't But know. no police stationed there, which is a weird choice. So it is awful easy for them to get away from the police and just do whatever they want, huh? Yeah. There was no enforcement of get out of here. Hey, you got to get. <laughs> yeah, and they don't and everything's f- well, for them it ends up fine. The police that go in search of whatever, they are brutally murdered very quickly. Uh meanwhile, I mean, this wasn't filmed in the same climate we live in currently, but maybe the police deserved it. <laughs> Maybe those police had killed some people because they decided they were judge, jury, and executioner. Uh, mostly executioner. I don't think they are concerned with uh, jury. <laughs> That's fair. Mostly just uh, judging and then murdering. Uh, so we're back on, on the ocean and Gambit is in his, I don't know, private quarters or shitter. I don't know. And he's Now just that I'm the captain, to- I get to use the captain's bathroom. And... I guess the new first mate comes in and he's like, dude, you got to start making some orders and stuff. And he's like, I can't. He's like, well, then fucking relieve yourself of command or <laughs> do your goddamn job. Right? Everyone's out here. They want lunch. They want you to decide what we're having for lunch. Crusts or no crusts. <laughs> do you, you know the sandwiches got spilled, right? <laughs> Sir, we need to we need to fix this. It's war games. <laughs> so we eat this is best. real war now. We eat the best during war games. <sighs> So Gambit decides, yeah, okay, I guess I'll do the job. And apparently somebody drudged up a, a an alien body and brought it on board. This is my favorite part of the movie is when Jesse Plemons, or Fat Damon, if you will, he uh, <laughs> just points at it as, we as found Gambit this. walks up. Like, look what we got. Look what we did, Cap. Yeah. Um, so it, it looks like a regular... You know, your average human, except it's got hands I know it's, that has extra thumbs. Like, it's like too human to, to be even like, uh, what? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't like it. I don't like the alien design in this. Their faces are dumb. I don't really care for the porcupine quill beards. Yeah. But like the hands make sense to me. Like having another thumb on the other side of your hand would be very helpful. And I guess if they come from an earth that's basically like our earth, but different. No, that part doesn't make any sense at all. That they evolved almost identical to us, just with weirder thumbs and yeah. weirder beards. And weirder sensitivity to light. Um, <laughs> Since their Earth is the same distance from its sun that ours is, or whatever. Yep. But they pop the mask or the helmet off of this guy. He's wearing like techno armor, which is pretty boss. And nobody thought to like check for a pulse or whatever. I mean, yeah, alien anatomy, you may not be able to find it, but like, I bet you'll find one somewhere. Because, guess what? Dude's live. What? Uh, Rihanna makes a comment that her grandpa thought that there were aliens. 
you know, to just try to make this as much like Independence Day as possible. <clears throat> Does that happen in Independence Day? I mean, Randy Quaid was like, they're coming. Oh, yeah. When was the last time you saw Independence Day? Uh, two years ago. Oh, really? That recently? Yeah. Were you like, I'm going to watch Independence Day Resurgence. I got to know what happened in the first one. No. I never wanted to see that movie. Was it just the 4th of July and you were feeling nostalgic? Maybe. I think it was just the 4th of July and it was on. <laughs> it was the 4th of July and TNT happened to be on. Right. So the alien wakes up and grabs uh, Gambit by the face and just like the Independence Day aliens melds minds with him. Uh, this doesn't come up again, so don't worry about it. Okay, I was confused. I was like, does he learn something that comes in useful? He does show him a vision of the future or maybe the vision of the now because uh, the side of the boat gets exploded a little and then a rescue team from the aliens come in and pick up the guy and even though they're they seem to want to murder everyone they don't kill anyone <laughs> they just pick up their guy and leave even though everyone in the room is on their ass recovering from the flashbang and they had every opportunity to just kill everyone in that room with their bare hands or their robot spinny hands yeah they got neat weird spinny guys they got like their Swiss Army knife spin. They got like more advanced uh, Mega Man hands. <laughs> it's true. And then they just grab their guy and leave. And I don't know. I anything. I anything about these aliens would be nice to know. Well, good news. Jesse Plemons figures some stuff out soon. So yes, he'll give you the what for us guy. And after the hole gets blown in the side of the of the boat, and they get knocked down, and the alien successfully gets their guy. Gambit says aloud, I've got a bad feeling about this. Just now? Just now. Remember when your brother fucking died? Uh, like, Is your brother dead? <laughs> Buddy. Uh, was that a bad feeling when you got it? No? Fuck you, man. <laughs> it's not over till Rihanna's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like tinking sounds in the ship. So like, oh, butts, there are still aliens on board. So they start going through. Why? Why did they... If they're they're leaving guys to kill everybody there, why didn't they kill everybody when they had the chance right then? Who what was the rank of the guy who just fell in the goddamn water that they fished out of the sea? How did they fish him out of the sea? Which ship did he fall off? Like they didn't land a shot, I don't think. That's a good question all around. <sighs> it's a fucking stupid movie. But a guy gets like pulled up horror movie style and gets thrown across of the ship and he smashes into that's gotta hurt so bad and a, a a boat made entirely out of like solid steel right. and shit. There's so many hard surfaces to be bludgeoned against. Like they just keep moving. And uh They're in the engine room. We cut to the engine room where the guy who told Gambit to get his shit together uh apparently works, and uh there's an alien punching in the door spooky and everybody's got those infinity scarves for fashion or protection <laughs> sky sometimes fashion and protection don't have to be separate i said and oh. i think well, i oh. might have said or it doesn't matter but th yeah they're just like potato sacks around their necks and then a big alien comes in and he's got big heavy boots or something because he bends the stairs as he walks down and he's his, got, like, his face lights boots. up and uh the, I don't know, second in command is like, everybody leave. I'll handle this. I've got my soft, squishy human body to deal with. 
But the, I mean, the alien seems to be cool with a soft, squishy alien. Yeah, body. the alien doesn't attempt to kill him. They're always like, "Well, you got a heart and eyeballs, just like us." So yeah. I guess you're no, you're you're good. I guess he's not acting hostily, which is which lit him up green. But so the the alien fellow walks over to the engine, I guess, and <laughs> starts charging up a mega blast, and uh, the the navy guy tackles him. And he gets like <laughs> pimp slapped by the alien and he turns from red to green as he's writhing on the ground. And then Navy guy grabs an axe or a crowbar. I don't know which and smashes it into him. And it's just, I don't know what's happening or what anyone's motivation is. I think it's a weird axe crowbar hybrid. That seems weird. You got to save space on a boat, Sky. That's true. And then Gambit comes in and he's shooting him with a gun, but he's wearing pretty significant body armor and it doesn't really do anything so alien throws gambit into a wall and then rihanna helps by shooting at him and it still doesn't really do anything but now she distracted him enough for gambit to get back up there's no communication between forces like the aliens never make it clear what they want yeah not even to us we're omniscient in this uh, this you know view but we still don't get any information we don't even really see any shots from the alien's point of view either. Well, I mean, like... Like no scenes about right. them. Yeah. Gambit tells Rihanna to get to the deck uh, the, the to ha- handle a gun or something. Like one of the ship's guns. So Gambit runs to the, the top and leads uh, the alien out to the primary deck where there's a big, I don't know, ballista? Ballast? I don't know what it's called. But it's a big fucking gun. I forget what this this movie's rated, but nobody's allowed to say motherfucker, but they try to. I feel like this is about where my interest really started to wane in this movie, and I started to make lunch and stuff instead. Sure. It was on while I was doing it, but boof, boy. Yeah. Um. So the alien's very unattentive, um, and he doesn't notice the biggest fucking gun on the boat turning towards him. Um, but Rihanna shoots him point blank with a shell that's probably the size of a regular human's fist, um, which is also explosive, and I feel like Gambit really should have taken a lot of heat there, but instead he just hops over like the side of the boat, but doesn't fall in the ocean. Well, he hang- he's fine. hanging on. But the, the alien gets blown to hell. She says, Mahalo, mother. Yeah. Mahalo means hello or something. It means ho- hello. I think there's a song in Lilo and Stitch about it. I think that's Ohana. No, that's different. That's later. It means family. Also, there aren't really songs <laughs> in the traditional sense. I think there's an Elvis interpretation. Well, there's like pop songs, but they don't sing about that little monster. Mm. I don't know why they kept trying to call him a dog. He looked more like a koala. Yeah, but you don't <laughs> adopt a koala. You had to. They had to. <laughs> they got. Uh, they got uh, leprosy, I think. Maybe that's armadillos. What? They think they carry either leprosy or some sort of plague. Oh, I, koalas! Aren't they the ones that have syphilis? That's it. Armadillos carry leprosy. Uh, uh, so and <laughs> and um, the, what's the little fake armadillo? I think they have Penguin? coronavirus. Yeah. I think they can carry coronavirus. The pointier armadillo? Yeah. What is yeah, it called? A, a pangolin? Pang- pangolin. Pangolin? Yeah. They're cute. They're the most trafficked animal in the world. Oh, really? Because yeah. it's so cute? Sort of. They look like they're nervously waiting to ask you to prom. 
Um, so Sam and uh, the veteran uh, find the police that drove away, but they're all murdered and dead. And Sam goes to get the keys because for some reason the vet remembered that the the cop put the keys to the Jeep that's sitting in the middle of the road way back wherever, just on his belt. Not in his pocket, on his belt. Sure, why not? Well, you, cops got all those hooks on their belts. You got to use them. I guess. And then there's a super tense scene where the the aliens almost find Brooklyn Decker, but then they don't. They see horses instead, and they're like, oh, guess it was just horses. These aliens look like... If someone was like, we're going to make a Power Rangers movie, but make it super realistic and extreme. <laughs> and so, like, they're sort of colors, but also they're just, like, kind of robotic. I don't know. It's I, dumb. I mean, they did that, and it is kind of how they look. It, it does kind of look like the new Power Rangers, yes. <laughs> but nobody in the alien army seems to be very attentive as to what's going on. What's their first day here? They don't know what it's like on this planet. I mean, they know it well enough to want to blow it up or whatever. They know, or maybe they're just trying to establish contact so that they communicate. But they know well enough they want to find that horse. I guess. So, uh, Brooklyn and uh, veteran fella get to the jeep, and glasses comes running over, and he sees that veteran has two prosthetics, and he accuses him of being a cyborg. And another attempt at humor, I think. You can also, I think he's miked because you could, when he came running up, you could see like a battery pack, uh, like where his pant line is on his back. Yeah, that's how they do that. Right, but you're supposed to hide that in a movie. <laughs> well, I mean, Jake, they had to get it out. They had to compete. They knew that they could handle taking down Avengers. Yeah. Just had to get it out. <laughs> so, um, Mick. Mick is the veteran's name. He finds an AK. I'm not sure where or why the Hawaiian police department had an AK on hand. Because they're cops. I guess. And you need it for protection. So we we cut to the Pentagon, who is talking to the various different uh, facilities that are talking, or, uh, you know, <sighs> trying you'll, to decipher what this fucking plot is. Um, and one of them is like, oh, they're trying to establish communications or a back home because their communication ship is the one that got blown up okay guess how much money this movie made uh forty dollars at least eight dollars from us <laughs> that's true but back in box office it doesn't it's not counting our rentals 40 million dollars it made 303 million dollars get the fuck out okay now guess how much um the avengers made more 1.5 billion dollars yeah and they had roughly the same budget <laughs> neat 220 million dollars I hope most of that went to Liam Neeson. Me too. He didn't really earn it, but he deserves it. Yeah. So we cut back to uh, the, the island where Glasses explains the situation to Brooklyn and Mick. Uh, and they're going to try to do something to stop the communications. Around. Yeah. What is the situation? This is where I got kind of started to get lost. <laughs> so Glasses told, tells Mick and uh, Brooklyn that what the aliens are doing is they are trying to take over his facility with the satellite communications array to get a phone home to uh, Earth G uh, because the ship that exploded on entry was their communications ship. Oh, okay. I remember all this stuff with the lizard that comes right after that, but I missed. Yeah. I must have missed that important part. <laughs> yeah, so not Matt Damon um, comes running up to Gambit and shows him a picture of a lizard because um, he was just outside on the deck just wearing the helmet that the alien had. No one else cared about that. Um, 
and he's like, oh, you know, it it's it's basically a sun visor. I guess they can't handle bright light. Only he uses like 300 words to say it. He talks about when he took his gecko to the beach because he's an insane person. Also, the fucking picture that he shows him of a gecko is like such a stock photo of a gecko and not like a they gecko that that man that man would have taken in his home. They didn't even take out the Getty's image yeah. watermark. It is such a bad like look at this fake picture of a gecko. Yeah. And then they got Barack Obama talking about this <laughs> or something. I do remember going, "How did they get This is probably where the t- 20 million dollars yeah, went was that footage?" Yeah. Probably. I mean, obviously, Barack Obama didn't film something for this, right? <laughs> I sincerely hope not. He's not in the credits. But <laughs> so what do they do? They get Jordan Peele to just come in and do his voice and they kind of. No, they probably just in? pieced it together. I mean, he didn't say anything specific. So I, it was probably. Yeah, I guess it is. It is like footage. just about like, oh, the bad things are happening. We'll get through this or whatever. Yeah. It's not like there are aliens. I'm Barack Hussein Obama. <laughs> Barack out. There's a, we see a bunch of news stuff, and then the Pentagon tells Liam Neeson to sh- throw more planes at the dome, and Liam Neeson says, uh, no, it exploded when we flew a plane at it. We're not going to do that until we figure something out for real, and hangs up on the Pentagon, which is not a thing I think you can do if you're in the military, but whatever. So we cut back to the mainland where Glasses is telling Brooklyn and Mick uh, how the satellite trajectory is and how they have until 843 and before the uh the phone home can go so they have to disrupt everything before then because doing it after will only call in reinforcements was this a scout team how do they know there aren't more ships coming now it's a really great question (laughs) because they don't and there's no way to know that do okay what do you think the process was for writing this movie do you think Someone there wrote, wasn't one. They're like ships. They shoot things at each other. Explosions. But do, you, but do you think someone wrote like a shitty script to begin with and they were like, we could turn this into battleship with like a few oh, minor yeah. tweaks? Yeah, 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 or do yeah. you think they went, okay, how do we make a movie around the game battleship? I'm sure it started with that idea. How do we make a, a get Hasbro to let us use battleship? And then they're like, well, here's a, a Navy fighting movie with aliens. That's we, close enough, right? And we just got to do a weird scene where they can't see the alien ship but want to fight it. <laughs> right. So we have to just throw bombs at it. And hope for the best, yeah. So um, Officer Nagata um, lays out how they're going to fight a thing that they can't see with radar. And they're going to use tsunami buoys, which I guess are a thing. I guess they are still pretty close to the mainland. But tsunami buoys close to the mainland will not help you, I don't think. It's, it's about water displacement, Sky. He says it. Okay, cool. Which one of you is in the Navy? <laughs> Neither of us, I don't think. What, look at their hats. They're not wearing hats. They, they were. Rihanna is. <laughs> well, it's very bright in that. Rihanna's point. in this. Did we talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> um, she doesn't sing once. She sang when she was on the boat. She doesn't like sing, sing. Yeah, she sang to herself. I sang to myself. Yeah. You don't hear me calling myself Rihanna. <laughs> no, you call yourself Beyonce because you're full of yourself. Yeah, and because I'm a queen. <laughs> Are you the Beyonce of our group? <laughs> the Beyonce of this podcast for sure. I think that's what I meant to say. Who, am I? Am I the Rihanna? Uh, no, you're Chris Brown. Damn it. That's so much worse. Yeah, I know. That's why I said it. 
It was to hurt your feelings. Well, you accomplished Mission that. accomplished. <laughs> so Podcast over. <laughs> Officer Nakata sets up uh, like a, a, a battleship board with a grid and dots where all the buoys are. And if we see a buoy dip below whatever, then it's water displacement and that's where a ship is that we can't see with other means. Yeah, that's basically it. And wouldn't you know it, there's numbers and letters that correspond to each square, and it's Battleship. Just like in Battleship. If I'm being completely honest, Jake, I did not put that together, so it... (laughs) Wait, you didn't? I did not. I've seen this movie two and a half times, and I did not piece together that this was, in fact, the Battleship. Oh, yeah, they're literally playing Battleship. Yeah, I just kind of... I've never given it my entire focus, and I completely missed it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, They the two battleship elements are uh, those pegs they throw, yep. and then when they play battleship. Yep. I didn't didn't think about it. This battleship game is from when Milton Bradley still owned battleship and not Hasbro. <laughs> I wonder how much money they made selling battleship to Hasbro. Hard to say. They had to make a movie to get some money back. I know. So. Milton, Milton Bradley wouldn't have made such a slapdash movie. <laughs> you don't know that. Oh, I know Milton, and I know Bradley, and they would not have stood for this. So we jump back to the mainland. Glasses um, is explaining how he's a coward um, and doesn't want to go yeah. get a, a thing from his facility. He's the most relatable person in this. I would have fucking pieced out yep. weeks ago. But Mick uh, tells him, no, you're going to do it. So he does. We jump back to the boats where... Uh, Gambit has basically put uh, Officer Nagata like in charge. I guess he's captain now. Like they don't say it, but that's basically what happens. I mean, he doesn't have to be captain to just be calling the. He could be like the you know well, the I guy think in charge of the same guns. rank is what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. So the computer itself or the setup decided that we were done recording when we were not. So there was a bunch of talking that got missed. To be fair, I decided we were done talking, too, but you wouldn't let me. That's right. And the computer was on my side. But ultimately, I for, we were talking about the, the battleship portion. Um, yeah, we did miss the most battleshipy portion of the battle movie Battleship. Yeah. But fuck that, we're not going back. Uh, we're not. Um, let's just sum it up as the Nagato was good at Battleship. They, they literally played Battleship on the water. That's right. And then they took out two ships, and then a third one showed up. They lured it into the sun and shot out the the window, um, blinding the third ship, and then they exploded that one. And then some Beyblades came and fucked up the, the John Paul Jones, yeah. sinking it, sending everybody into the water. And through all of it, Gambit and Nagata became best friends. They did. They invented a best friend handshake, and they, uh, they took their dog tags and cracked them in half as if they were best friend necklaces. <laughs> the dog threw himself on the ground. He loves to do that. So uh, Brooklyn Decker and Nate and Glasses uh, see that ship going down. Nate's like, it's probably fine. There's a lot of lifeboats out there. Your husband's probably not dead. This is her boyfriend. Whatever. And then Glasses refused to go with them to help anymore. Um, Because he's a coward. Right. So they go to leave, but then he takes a suitcase containing a thing that is still indistinguishable at this time. That isn't going to come up again later. Don't worry about it. Um, and then they leave to go take out the the satellite array 
because it's almost eight, I guess. So we cut over to where all the satellite dishes are, and we see a bunch of aliens plugging stuff in. Oh, there you go. And, this guy uh, doesn't matter. You lost that <laughs> argument in the recording. And they uh, they have managed to commandeer it and set it up so that it'll transmit their thing to wherever their planet is. <laughs> Which will send reinforcements? Or something. Or, or just a ride home? I don't know. It's impossible to tell what they want, because they won't tell us. So we get a very long shot of two rescue boats coming to get the guys who are in the water. Um, Rihanna's all wet. For a movie with Rihanna and water, they really didn't over-sexualize her, or, which is kind of nice. They just have her in military fatigues and a life vest through most of it. And yeah, a hat. they only really sexualized your friend Brooke. That's right. And not even that much. No, not really, but... You know, you got to sexualize someone. It's true. Because it's a movie. I mean, that opening scene did have her in just really short jean shorts and a bikini. And she's just wearing... But then she's in a dresser, like, jogging gear for the rest. It's surprisingly not sexist, which is the best we could hope for, I guess. For a movie that's so terrible, yeah. Yeah. They're out of boats, because the, the, the barrier is still up. But then Gambit looks at the floating museum and is like, we're going to take that and we're going to use that to fight the bad guys. They call it the Mighty Mo. It's the USS Mississippi. Missouri. Missouri. Um, Thanks. Yep. And uh, second in command guy is like, this is some bullshit. This thing hasn't even started in 10 years. It's a museum now. But he doesn't notice all of the old men strategically placed throughout the boat to be inspiring. And also, how did they get there, and why were they there? Well, they were there from earlier when uh, yesterday, Neeson, from when Liam Neeson was giving a speech. They just never left. I they just so. went and stood in awkward spots did on the ship. Did you see that man's mustache? I sure did. It was so big and wonderful. Yep. But there's a bunch of older veterans here who are going to show the young whippersnappers how to military. Do you think these guys are actually military veterans? I would assume so. I would also. They would probably catch are. way too much heat if they weren't. Um, I don't think you're going to catch heat for someone acting. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't know. But Gambit shakes the hand of one of them, who's, I guess, the leader of these old men. <laughs> Every group of old men needs a leader. I guess that's true. Um, he looks like a man who owns a hardware store. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, and he asks them if he can borrow the boat. It's like, I don't think they own it. I think it's, like, owned by the state. And then the second-in-command guy takes, like, a crane game and just hucks it to the ground for some reason. Couldn't just roll it out of the way. And wouldn't you know it, the the boat's fucking gassed up. It hasn't moved in ten years, but it's got gas in it, and it's got ordnance in it, which is insane to me. Why would you leave... A loaded gun lying around where dozens of dummies will wander through at any given moment. Blemons is really excited that the old man lets him look through the looky thing. Yeah, he loves looking. His job is looking. And I am I was happy that uh, when Rihanna comes in to be the, the I don't know, the aimer person, whatever her rank and title is, they weren't immediately racist or sexist to her, which is nice. Yeah, because those guys... Uh were alive during a time when that was celebrated. Yeah. The doctors prescribed it like cigarettes. <laughs> the second-in-command guy gets a welding torch and starts taking apart the boat from the dock because it was just fucking welded there because they would never sail again. It's not welded there. It's chained there. Right, but the chains are, are welded to the ship. 
they're not. He's just cutting the chain open. Why oh. would he need to cut the chain off if it wasn't welded together? What are you talking? Do you, you don't know what welding is. Right. They welded the chain to the dock so it won't go anywhere ever no, again. No, it's just chained to the dock. That's what a chain is. It's like a metal rope. You don't have to weld a chain to the dock. If it wasn't if it wasn't welded, why would they need to weld it apart? They're not welding it apart. They're cutting it with a blowtorch. Right, through that's, welding. That's not welding. Welding is taking two pieces of metal and melting it together to, to make Fusing one them. thing. Yeah, to fuse them. That wasn't welding. Right, but you use a welding torch to cut. I, anyway, they, they got the ship going, and they're Gambit's in charge still. Even though I bet a bunch of those old men that are now on his ship outrank him. I mean, I guess if they're retired, they don't. I, I, I don't know if that's how it works, but you're probably right. I don't know much about military. I do know that there shouldn't be live ordnance on this fucking museum, though. But they, they like, load up the cannons and everything is working great. There's never a second where, like, oh, this fucking doesn't work anymore. Everything's top-notch and running ship-shape. Did you hear all those Navy terms I threw in there? Y- y- yes. I think they're Navy terms. One of them had ship in it. Uh... Yeah, it's weird. It's a real weird turn where they're like, "Hey, remember how the old people are better than us?" I mean, they are. Are they, they? fought real wars, not war games. Look, I fought the council wars. Nintendo's better, but I guess they're taking this boat to go shoot up the uh, the satellite dishes and disrupt the communications. Yes. Array. And then they notice that uh, the the building ship has moved, the projector ship, and. Uh, uh, Nagata says something that actually made me laugh. He's like, I didn't think that one could move. And I I didn't laugh. I chuckled briefly because it was not expected. Um, But it can. This whole movie's fucking dumb. It sure is. And boring. I didn't think I, I didn't like it that much until we started talking about it again. I watched it yesterday. I was like, that wasn't that bad. And as we're talking it through, I'm getting angrier and angrier. I'm just getting more bored than I was even yesterday. Yeah. Um, so the, the ship has all these parts that move. Everything that the, the aliens have has too many moving parts to be yeah. really functional. Like, even their, like, they have a wrist-mounted gun that switches into blades and spins and has clicking noises. It just seems like it's way too complicated to be effective. But I guess they're, they're, they would have won this war if we didn't have old men old white men to come save the day. Well, that that is the believable part, is that they're old white men. There's also an Asian fella in that mix. <laughs> so the Gambit sees this giant... It's much bigger than the previous ships, and it's armed with way more peg robot guns. Um, And Gambit looks at Nagata and is like, hey, we're definitely going to die, but the art of war... Because you mentioned that earlier. Oh, yeah, because he was racist earlier. Because yeah. he was like... Oh, hey, you're probably going to tell me about the art of war. And uh, Nagata's like, that's Chinese. Yeah, he's Japanese, and they are different places. He's, he remembered the saying, uh, fight the enemy where the enemy is not. And he's decided to do something about that. So he points all the guns in one direction. And uh, like, there's a, a weird sequence of events that leads to him dropping anchor, which uh, is basically the same thing as a, a douche pulling the e-brake to do a skid. Uh, in the high school parking lot, but to on impress a, all the but kids. on a big boat, right? Um, and it, it swings the guns in the way, and they shoot the the shit out of uh, the alien robot gun hold thing. 
And this works better because it just does. Well, it stops like the 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 alien missile explosives aren't like guided. They are specifically lob them and hope. So by changing the direction, uh, they are able to swing the guns around and stop the boat at the same time. Oh, that way it stops them from floating into the path of the projectiles. Yes, of course. It almost makes sense if, like, this wasn't a 80-something-year-old boat that hadn't been used in the last 10 years, and that really just would have just ripped the fucking thing in half, but whatever. There's a moment where Nagata's like, we're gonna fucking die, and Gambit's just like, yeah, we will. You're gonna die, I'm gonna die. He just keeps talking like that for a little too long, and he's like, but not today! Like, you can't just throw that in at the end, man. That's super <laughs> fucked. I mean, that's how I, I start every day by saying... <laughs> We're going to die, and then if I don't die by the time I go to bed, I yell, not today. <laughs> Just so I'm always right. You always have that dot, dot, dot in it. Yeah. Though. So then some old men, or some old man, as the boat comes swinging over to the side, says, let's drop some lead on those mother... And then they don't say fuckers again, because I think this didn't have the rating for it. It's probably PG-13, so they only could get one. Yeah, I don't think they use it. I don't think so either. But they shoot the the... The, the ship with a bunch of, I don't know, 20 to 30-year-old ordnance that is still exploding just fine, I guess. And this super technologically advanced ship doesn't just explode it completely. It's so weird. They want us to believe that this is, you know, how it would work. A bunch of stuff does explode on the boat, but they're, they take care to make sure that we know that the old men don't get exploded. <laughs> I think the... The deck is made of, like, old wood. You'd yep. think they would burn right up. Yup. Here it is. And there's this old man says, they're never going to sink this battleship. And then they keep shooting missiles at it and stuff. And it's so weird to me. Why is there so much ammunition on this fucking boat? I don't know. Where did you get it? There's a reason there aren't that many movies about boats. <laughs> like, it's not that interesting to just watch two boats fire at each other from a distance. It's not. But whatever. They eventually blow it up enough that the barrier falls. So Liam Neeson's like, every every fucking plane that can fly is in the air in 10. Or less than that. I think he says now. Yeah. Which well, is, it, I mean. It's a faster version of what you said. Yeah. There weren't dudes on the deck ready to hop in planes. Well, they, they had to go take a piss because they'd been waiting for that thing to drop for a day. I guess. So Gambit says, uh, you know, art of the war. Fight them where they're not. And Nagata's like, that's not what that means, man. Not e- You're not even close. I don't know what it actually means, but I did enjoy that exchange. So we jump back to the mainland. The aliens have uh, activated the satellite relay, which apparently death stars a beam up into the sky. Yep. Every, every day at eight eight 43 or whatever. Yup. So Brooklyn Decker is piloting a Jeep. She slams through a bunch of cables, uh, you know, disrupting the relays. I'm not sure what the plan here was other than, like, break them. Because then she slams the jeep into a thing, and now they're basically sitting ducks for this invading army. And ironically, her leg gets stuck, so she can't leave. Meanwhile, her, uh, you know, Mick is there, and he doesn't have either legs. And he's able to move just fine, for irony's sake, I guess. I know, I think it's a commentary on... uh, He also can't get his gun out. Something. Yeah, so he... 
sees a big hulking alien. He's like, I fuck, I got it. And he goes out to fist fight an alien, which is, oh, okay, man. You do you. And uh, the battleship is moving to position to explode the uh, the satellite relay thing which, as best it can. Which these guys seem awful close to. Yeah, they're in the middle of it, if I remember correctly. But, like, the gun is on the wrong side and they can't move it anymore. So they have to pick up um, a shell that is a thousand pounds and move it through the ship. And most of these men definitely have osteoporosis. Like, you can't ask a man over the age of 50 to pick up a thousand pound thing. Well, the young men are helping as well. True. But, like, there's more young men than there are old dudes on this boat. Get some of them. They're all so sweaty, though. That seems dangerous. <laughs> yeah, if you drop that wrong, it's going to go off. Game over. So Mick gets out, and he, like, fights the, the alien who's out who's taller than him. He's wearing armor and he's got like robot guns and stuff, but Mick hit knees him in the face with his robot knees. Yeah. I was going to say the alien was confused because he's a cyborg. Yeah. He hadn't come across a cyborg yet. I guess. You know, as far as the aliens concerned, he's a cyborg. You That's know right. What I'm saying? I mean, he fooled glasses, but eventually Mick does manage to pull off uh, the alien's helmet, which blinds him a little bit and gives him a little bit of an advantage, which is weird. Check, check, checking. Microphone seems to be working for now. <clears throat> so this fucking movie is cursed and uh, doesn't want us to review it. But we're going to do it, goddammit. Are we? Well, we got another 30 minutes of battery on my computer, so... We can do that. Hopefully. So, uh, the this bullshit cut out again for some reason. Um, mostly it was just Mick getting punched by a, an alien and he turned his robot stabby arm into a, a oh, that's all we missed a stabby thing and uh, glasses came in and smashed the alien in the face with his briefcase and that was the only purpose of it existing so he tries to get Brooklyn out of the car because she's still stuck I'm going to keep a much closer eye on these fucking waveforms and <laughs> the aliens are uh scrambling to get their shit back up and running so that they can send their space laser back home so they can get more dudes to come and take over the planet or whatever it is they want. Don't know. You got, you got us back there, Sky. I did it. You did great. Thank you. I had a snack while Sky fixed everything. <laughs> yep. And in the interim, uh, Rihanna is aiming the cannons and uh, they, are, they successfully dragged the thousand pound explosive across the ship and uh, they're good to go. Um, I forget what's going on with the ship, but like something starts stirring about in it. I think they're going to launch more Beyblades. Yeah. They're going to shoot more Beyblades at the battleship. And they reuse a shot from earlier. It's so clear because <laughs> it's very distinct in the way they set that thing up to be ready. Well, they, there's only, they probably only have the one way to cook a battle blade and get it ready. Well, yeah, but you could have like reversed the shot at least. So it looks different, but they don't. So, um, accepting death, Gambit looks at Nagata and says, it was an honor working with you. And then Nagata's like, yeah, the honor was mine. We're best friends forever now. They shoot the thing. Um, Rihanna doesn't say mahalo, motherfucker, again. Like, she probably wanted to. Yeah, but, but it was in her eyes. Yeah, And, they're, you know, they got a time limit. <laughs> you can only almost say fuck so many times. Yeah. 
so the the shell is launched the the aliens connected their shit enough to the point where they can get a little bit of a beam going but then the the shell lands and explodes the entire facility um meanwhile the beyblades come flying at the battleship missouri but luckily the 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 dome went down and now there's planes and stuff flying uh, around the planes rescued them so the other navy was there to save the day those are the blue angels saving the day jake are they no oh is it the Air Force? Yeah, I think. I or don't know. Magenta Angels. No, the Blue Angels are a part of the Navy, but they don't. I don't they're know, that just was Australia's flag on that guy's hat. They <laughs> Blue Blue Angels are specifically for shows. They don't do any like military operations. I'm pretty sure, but they did it for whatever reason. All of the satellite dishes were connected in one weird chain reaction explosion. So the satellite dishes explode, and the message didn't go out. Hooray! If, if we know anything from. TV and movies, it's the chain reactions are the best way to finish off anything. It certainly wraps it all up in a neat little explodey bow. Uh, so we cut to, I don't know, some time later where Liam Neeson is giving another military speech. And he's he loves a, to give speeches in this thing. I, yeah, it's, I guess that's what the military's for. I guess so. Uh, so everybody, all of the main characters that we saw have gotten commendations and promotions or something. And Rihanna's got a different hat because she's a lady. Everybody else has the the standard military hat you'd expect. The dumb one. Yeah. Um, you know, like a captain's hat. Oh no, I was thinking of the other hat. The beret. Uh, no, the the sailor hat. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The one that the guys in the background are wearing. <laughs> yeah, those are silly. The Donald Duck hat. Yeah, there's one guy on the stage wearing it. Yeah. So, um, Gambit's dead brother also gets accommodation, despite the fact that he was not the only person to die. Yep. Uh, I guess he might have been the only officer under the dome because Nagata was the only other officer, I guess. Hmm. I don't know how it works. But Gambit accepts it on his behalf because obviously um, he he can't do it himself. Why? Because he, he died. He oh. exploded a lot. Gambit gets uh, Iron Cross, I think, for valor and heroism or something. Silver Star. Excuse me. Get it together, Sky. I think the Iron Cross was the what his brother got. So there's that. Glasses doesn't get anything, but he's in attendance. And uh, Mick is there. Even They make sure to note that he is retired, but he does get accommodation of some sort. And he gets the little beret hat. Yeah, well, he was a SEAL or whatever, so that's his standard dress uniform, I guess. I don't know how it works. He was in the Army. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, the shirt that he was wearing earlier said Army on it. Yeah. I presume if you were in one of the branches of the military, you probably don't wear the other branch's name on you. I believe that's correct. I think there's a, a very, like, rigorous rivalry between them. Yeah, because they got football teams. Yep. They do. I know. I was oh. agreeing. Sometimes your yeps sound uh, skeptical. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. So, uh, uh, Gambit is now getting his own boat. He's not getting kicked out of the military after all, even though he made a lot of catastrophic calls up if. Up in the beginning. They don't know that. The people <laughs> Luckily, who... everyone died. Yeah, I was going to say, the people who would report him are dead. But then uh, Brooklyn Decker pops out. She's like, you should ask my dad to, if it's cool if we get married. It's like, now's not the time for that. I don't she think. Only, she Well, part of her rule is uh, you can only ask my dad if he's just given a big public speech. <laughs> it's a very frequent endeavor, so he's yeah. got plenty of opportunities. Um, So... Uh, Gambit goes over and explains the situation. He wants to marry 
Liam Neeson's daughter. But Liam... guess what Liam Neeson says? He says no! He says no! You're an what? asshole! You accidentally saved some people. Yeah. Um, but like, no, I... He says, I saved the world. It's like, you didn't. That was a very much a group effort, you yeah. asked. Um, that's kind of the military's whole deal is group effort. But sure. But it turns out he's just kind of joshing him. Kinda. Um, but he invites him to go have lunch or brunch or something with him. I don't know when this is happening. But they're going to go get a meal. And he says, a chicken burrito, which is the thing that got him in trouble in the first place be- and how they met. Because remember before? Yep. Wasn't, it wasn't funny. Um, but it was fine. And that's how it ends. Everybody's friends and the world is saved. And I guess aliens are bad is is what we take away from it. And they got Quill's face. <laughs> yep. Old Quill's face. <laughs> it. I don't know if there's a cutscene because I couldn't. I couldn't. Oh, yeah. You shut it off right now. You're just yeah. like, oh, I get it. We're done. Yeah. But they got Brooklyn Decker to be hot. And she's wearing a dress. And they got Rihanna to be cool, and she shot a, mi- a minigun, which is pretty boss. I'm skipping 30 seconds at a time to see if there's a cutscene. I don't think there is. This isn't a video game, Sky. It's not a cutscene. Right. Whatever the right word is. Post-credits. That's it. The uh, the Avengers was this year, so there's, it, it wasn't a big thing to do yet. I mean, there were a lot of movies leading up to the Avengers that had it. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, so that's how it ends. Jake, what? What was the most terrific? Oh Jesus, I forgot about the things I was supposed to think about. The most terrific part was when they played Battleship for real, (laughs) and with people's lives. Sure did. Check checking. Yes. Okay. So. Oh, hurry. Uh, the most terrific part was the Beyblades that took apart ships and differentiated between childs and uh, infrastructure. And, I don't know, didn't kill the kids directly. Uh, the, also, what was terrific is all the times you got mad at your computer today. Yeah, it's being, being quite a bitch. Um, <laughs> who was the most likable or effective character? Likable character. Rihanna? She's maybe likable. She's probably the most likable one in this. I don't hate Jesse Plemons. He <laughs> just looks through stuff and has a picture of a lizard on his phone. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't do anything... To upset me like a lot of the other people. Yeah, that's fair. So I'm going to give it to him. Uh, I'm going to give it to Liam Neeson, who recognized a dumbass and didn't want his daughter to marry him. Uh, yeah, that's good, too. Um, He's like, going to take in him even if he doesn't take in that's right. his daughter somewhere. <laughs> he knows what he's about. Uh, so uh, we are about to run out of battery. So, Jake, what was your pop culture pellet cleanse? It's been like... Three weeks since we did this. Uh, yeah. So I I felt fully cleansed, and then I watched this, and it really put a bad taste back in my mouth. Yep. But we we just started Shit's Creek, and so far I like it. So I've heard nothing but good things. Uh, yeah. Um. So I you know I won't just tell you all the things that I've looked at and read and stuff, but appreciate it. Uh, check out Shit's Creek. Okay. The first four episodes are good. Um. Now you. I've yeah, it's been a minute since we've done this, but uh, it's October, so I've been drawing stuff. Uh, it's Inktober, or October, or whatever it is that you do. You don't necessarily have to follow the one thing. Yeah, it's Shiptober as well. So yeah. do with that what you will. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> but that'll do it for this week. We're trying to beat the clock here. That's why it's a little rushed right now. 
Um, thank you guys very much for listening. If you want to follow the show, we are Fail Pop Culture with No E at the end. Faster. Uh, email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. I am at Sandwich Surplus. I mean, what's up there? Yeah. Faster, Sky. Faster. And, of course, Black Lives Matter. Fuck on the police. Fuck Trump. Stay frosty. Bye. Like-